Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode of JTCast, the official podcast of the Journal of Athletic Training. I'm your host, Luke Donovan. This month, we'll discuss two articles over two short episodes from the recent issue of the Journal of Athletic Training. The first episode will highlight the primary findings of a study that determined the effects of a single electrical stimulation on foot function, while the second episode will discuss the applied forces during instrumented-assisted soft tissue mobilization. As a reminder, the article discussed today can be found on the JT website, natajournals.org. Please remember that all content from JAT is open access to all readers, thanks to the funding of the National Athletic Trainers Association. The title of the first article is, Effects of a Single Electrical Stimulation Session on Foot Force Production, Foot Dome Stability, and Dynamic Postural Control. Authored by Mr. Roman Torrion and colleagues from the University of Lyon in France, Swiss Olympic Medical Center, Latour Hospital in Switzerland, and Ithaca College in the United States. Let's survey the scene. The anatomic structure and biomechanic function of the human foot is rather complex. Given its role as the interface between the body and the ground during both static and dynamic activities. The half-dome architecture of the foot, in conjunction with both the active and neural components, allows the foot to function as both a pliable force attenuator as well as a rigid lever. Contributing to both the active and neural subsystems, the intrinsic foot muscles play an important role in maintaining foot stability during gait, especially as the foot transitions from pronation to supination. Interventions that comprise short foot exercises or exercises that target the intrinsic muscles of the foot while minimizing co-activation of extrinsic muscles have been shown to improve dynamic postural control among individuals with overpronated feet. Despite the positive outcomes associated with short foot exercises, it remains difficult for individual, individuals to develop volitional control of the intrinsic foot musculature especially the abductor hallucis, which is one of the primary muscles necessary for maintaining the medial longitudinal arch. One potential solution is incorporating neuromuscular electrical stimulation over the abductor hallucis. Early studies have reported that even a single 20-minute session of neuromuscular electrical stimulation can improve measures of foot function. However, it remains unclear as to whether neuromuscular electrical stimulation is more effective than a sham electrical stimulation treatment, and whether the noted improvements exceed the inherent error of the instruments used to measure various variables of foot function. As such, the purpose of this study was to determine the effects of a single neuromuscular electrical stimulation treatment over the abductor hallucis on foot force production against a pressure platform, as well as foot dome stability, and dynamic postural control in participants with static foot pronation. 46 individuals with foot posture index scores that indicated slight to mark static pronation were randomly assigned to either the sham or neuromuscular electrical stimulation group. Prior to the intervention, participants completed two testing sessions. The first session was used to familiarize the participants with the outcome variables, respective measurement techniques. These measures included foot strength, foot dome stability, and dynamic postural control. For the second session, which occurred seven days after the first session, participants repeated the outcome measures, completed the intervention, and then repeated the outcome measure testing once again. Specific to the intervention, both groups had electrodes placed behind the head of the first metatarsal, 
and the second electrode over the muscle belly of the abductor hallucis, and completed the task in a bipedal standing position. Participants in the sham group received 15 minutes of sensory transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, or TENS, and were instructed to complete voluntary contractions of their abductor hallucis muscles anytime they felt the electrical stimulation. For the experimental group, participants received 15 minutes of neuromuscular electrical stimulation at an intensity that caused muscle contraction without pain. Over the course of the 15 minutes, participants would have received 75 electrical muscle stimulation contractions where during each stimulation they were instructed to co-contract their abductor hallucis muscle. To enhance the clinical interpretation of the results, the authors wanted to categorize participants by whether or not they responded to the treatment. By including two pre-intervention testing sessions, the authors were able to calculate the minimum detectable change, or MDC, for each outcome measure. The MDC can be used as a benchmark to determine whether the difference in an outcome measure is within or beyond the typical measurement error of the measurement technique. The authors used the MDC of each outcome measure to determine who was considered a responder or non-responder to the treatment. Individuals who had a change score that exceeded the MDC of that respective measure was considered a responder. Here are the results. For foot strength, the neuromuscular electrical stimulation group had significantly more responders than the control group, where 56.5% of the experimental group had a change in strength measures that exceeded the MDC, as opposed to 21.7% from the control group. For foot dome stability, nearly 70% of participants in the neuromuscular electrical stimulation group were classified as responders, where only 17.4% of the control group were responders. Finally, for dynamic postural control, 87% of members of the experimental group had an improvement in at least one direction of the dynamic balance task, where the control group had about 70% of the individuals classified as a responder. With regards to improving multiple outcomes, around 35% of participants in the neuromuscular electrical stimulation group were classified as responders across all three outcome measures while no members of the control group had improvements across all three measures. Moreover, approximately 44% of the experimental group compared to 22% of the control group were classified as responders for two of the three categories. It is important to note that all participants from the neuromuscular electrical stimulation group were identified as a responder for at least one outcome measure, where 13% of individuals from the control group were classified as a non-responder across all three outcome measures. Overall, after one treatment session, the inclusion of neuromuscular electrical stimulation during short foot exercises caused a greater number of individuals to have meaningful changes in measures of foot function when compared to individuals that included submotor TENS as part of the intervention. Interestingly, when examining response patterns, the authors noted that all individuals from the neuromuscular electrical stimulation group who improved in foot strength and foot dome stability had meaningful improvements in dynamic postural control. This finding suggests an existing link between the three outcome measures. Going forward, future studies should focus on determining the effects of multiple treatments of neuromuscular electrical stimulation on foot function and whether the improvements in foot function translates into improved patient-reported outcomes. 
With that being said, the study does show that it is technically possible for individuals to improve foot function without neuromuscular electrical stimulation after one treatment. However, participants who did receive a neuromuscular electrical stimulation during the treatment were 3.6 times more likely to respond to the treatment. Well, that's it for today's JT Cast. Please remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can find out more information about upcoming podcasts and other JT events on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at JT underscore NATA. Thank you for listening and keep a lookout for our next JT Cast episode. Mm-hmm.